Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But are you a beginner or a big old kook? There is a difference, you know. And since there's many ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason for this podcast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. So bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. The KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom one episode at a time. And hopefully offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, The Surf Continuum. Alright, whatever. Let's get this thing kicked off. Let's get down to brass taxes. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> that's the voice of Erin Boyle, my friend. And she's a girl. <laughs> well, you're laughing, but everybody out there who's listening and who listens is going to be stoked because a lot of people want to hear from girls. So, I'm pretty happy to be able to fulfill that request after a long time. I'm happy to be the first female kook cast. <laughs> well, you're not the first. Uh, you're just the few. Got it. So, okay. sorry. To, maybe I should well. just let you that. <laughs> I told you at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, Erin, and you weren't the first, but appreciate the enthusiasm. <laughs> Well, I actually, I was thinking, I was thinking before we were going to record, like, how, how I know you, how we've, like, got, like, gotten to know each other and stuff, and it's funny because it goes all the way back to before you started surfing, Mm -hmm. when you used to video us surfing. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) We're going, we're we're going going way back. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about how you really learned how to surf. And it was actually, it's pretty amazing thing because not many people will follow like their boyfriend and his friends around while they go surfing in the middle of winter stand on the beach with barely adequate clothing like we'd give you our clothes do you remember that we would give you our clothes from like because you know we're getting in our wetsuits it was adequate i had layers (laughs) i I had all of your clothes until we got out of the water and they're like all right i need my clothes back but we used to dump all our clothes on Erin. You know, we'd be like, here, you got to stay warm because we didn't want it to get cold because then she'd stop filming us. So we'd like put our hats on her, our gloves, our jackets. Like, no, 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 take my jacket. It's warmer. You know, like, just put them both on her. Oh <laughs> and have this God. little bundle of clothing sitting on the beach in the winter filming us. There's but a picture somewhere there is. of that, actually. Is. It was right. on Surfline. It was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um... You know who found it was Eric found it. It was, I mean, it was posted somewhere. um, And everyone was commenting uh, about it. Like, oh man, that dude's got balls and like all this (laughs) stuff. And Eric commented like, actually, that's my friend. (laughs) She's a girl. (laughs) That's so funny. It was in the middle of a snowstorm uh, at Lido. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Even in the snow, in the rain, in the wet, I, <laughs> I, I had honestly... a little um, chair with the, with the cover on oh, top, and I was yes. <laughs> oh my God! I do remember that picture the now. The only person on the beach. Holy shit! We're gonna have to track that thing down so I can use that as the post for this Instagram. Okay. Never mind that video of you surfing. <laughs> I think we can do it. I think Eric knows. I bet you we could find it. Um, if it's on Surfline, yeah, it's probably still there too. That's so funny. But that was epic. I mean, we that have... That was my debut. <laughs> Surfline debut. Have you ever gotten back on? No. Oh. <laughs> Until they repost this cast. Exactly. 
the and third the woman. <laughs> <laughs> the best one, though, I predict. Mm. Um, but no, seriously, I was thinking about it and I was like, holy shit, that was so cool of you. Like to be always down to to record and to to like sit well, on the beach and like go with us from beach to beach to beach and like even it's annoying for us sometimes. Right. I can't imagine for the person who doesn't get to go surfing at the end of it all. Well, for me, it was so much. It was just as fun for me, I think, mm. as it was for you guys. Like, I didn't even know what I was missing out on at that point. Like mm. for me, I was getting the whole lifestyle that I love, but I just didn't. I didn't get the the surfing reward. I got the creative award reward mm-hmm. that like I love anyway. I got totally, to like yeah. even the I mean, I always got in trouble for this, but between shots, like the little filler shots, <laughs> I would like zoom in. I'd miss like the perfect two because I'd zoom in on like a seagull eating yeah. a, a worm or something. <laughs> That's so true. All the B roll shots. And, and of course every single B roll shot. We're getting the best wave of our session. (laughs) Yeah, I do remember a couple funny discussions. I remember it got to a point where I was like, hmm, we're not getting the perfect wave every time she shoots something else, you know? Anytime we didn't see the wave we imagined on video, we were like, oh, it was probably when you were shooting a seagull. (laughs) (laughs) This is when I got my wave, I remember. I got more shit for that than I think I deserved just because it was a a really good excuse for you guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, probably. Fair enough. I'll take the blame for that one. But, I mean, doing it was so fun because then, remember, we would all get together that night and we would make a, a dumb movie out of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> we would do it the same day. We were yeah. kind of ahead of our time and at least on time with the way the world was going and, like, videos being, like, then right. and there. Like, actually, no, we were we'd ahead. We'd put the clips together. We'd find, like, sick music. Yeah. We would have different... We'd have it on YouTube that night. Oh, yeah. We, we got to pull some of these up. Because oh um, it's actually ahead of it. It was like... They were funny, too. Some of them so. were when Instagram started, but some of them were before. You know? Oh, and no, like, they were all before. Really, you think? Oh, 100%. But I didn't have Instagram until a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, but Instagram ago. came out to like before we had it. Of course. Mm, yeah, maybe, but this but was I'm before still, I started I'm still surfing. saying, like, this is, like, it was pretty exceptional to be, like, filming, editing, <laughs> and, like, posting all in the same day. Right. Like, we were on a roll for a while. We had a little team. That that's, was sick. That's faster than I Instagram. I always do, like, month, <laughs> m- my picture from now will go up in a month. Wishing I was back here on this <laughs> <Exactly>. beach. <laughs> go to my me. last post. I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> But, uh, okay, so then from there, it was like, eventually, what, so how did that happen where you wanted to transition to surfing? I always knew I wanted to. Like, when I was younger, I wanted to surf my whole life. Mm. Like, I grew up, you know, going to Gilgo, and it just wasn't much of a thing for girls, number one. But um, I did have girlfriends that surfed. I had a lot of guy friends that did it, and I did get my own surfboard when I was 12 and like I took lessons like I wanted to do it but I Mm. just didn't ever follow through I didn't commit enough Mm -hmm. um so so you could have if you wanted to sooner yeah oh Oh, yeah all right I didn't Mm -hmm. know that yeah and I wanted to I wanted to be uh Kate Bosworth in Blue Crash when I was 13 whatever (laughs) whatever age I was 11 how many little girls wanted to be Kate (laughs) in Blue Crash um but then once I actually got into the, you know, I was 
dating a surfer and I just like felt like it was time to actually commit. And then he knew that he, he knew the second he started to teach me, you guys would lose all your footage. And that's exactly what happened. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good run though. Yeah. We have a lot of good footage. No, I'm, I do remember the transition. I remember like being like, oh, well, there goes our filmer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like knowing damn well how once you start surfing, you don't go back. You know, like you're on the journey. Although I would love to film still. I do enjoy, if it's a day where I don't think I could handle it, I would lo- I love to take a camera out. It is out. fun, isn't it? It's Cause so I fun. remember there was one year where I was doing the filming. Were you? Yeah, with the Super 8. Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the Super... Oh, yeah, with the Super 8, too. Mm-hmm. I actually was thinking about that, too, the other day. But no, <laughs> just... There was one season, like, years and years ago. I actually think this was, like, a long time before we met you. Oh, okay. But um, I didn't have a wetsuit, you know? <laughs> and I didn't really have money to buy a 5-4, like, right. $500 wetsuit. And I was, like... I don't know, how old was I? Maybe 15 or 16. But I didn't want to miss out on the sessions. I didn't want to miss out on the rhythm I was in with all the boys. And like when the waves are good, we go surfing, you know, and somebody picks you up, somebody, Mm -hmm. or you pick somebody up and you all go surfing and, you you know, you make your plan. So I was like, all right, I'll just film. And like, that's when I started getting into filming. And I actually did like it because it made me feel like I was still part of the session. You know, and at the end of the day, when like everyone was like, oh yeah, I remember that wave you remembered it too. Right. You know, and it was like you were there. And you're, if after a while, I was like, okay, almost, almost with not surfing, you know, because I was I still a part of the session. I felt like I surfed with you guys Yeah, to- and like, I, that's what I was trying I, to say. I, I can totally imagine. I would wake up at five, we'd drive to Jersey, like, you know, four, three, not yeah, five. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I was part of the whole experience every yeah, time. for sure. You know, and that's what I think made me a better surfer to begin with was because I was so immersed in this lifestyle already. Totally. I was just going to say that actually, like you were starting to learn how to surf before you actually got on a board or out in the ocean, Mm -hmm. you know, and just hearing the talk and and watching every wave. Like I, yeah, you really had a, yeah, that's pretty impressive. And it probably explains a lot of the reason why you picked it up pretty fast and got good quickly. Um, how long have you been surfing now? Uh, seven years? Sounds about right. Seven or eight? Which is not that long. 2012, yeah, so seven, at least six or seven, not even eight. Wait till you guys go see this video I'm going to post of Erin on my page. (laughs) What is this? No, it's, so you don't, 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 you don't get me. I don't care if you're doing some air floater, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. You're just so perfectly positioned in the pocket, like, you don't get it. Like people wish they could do that, you know, and they're always running out to the shoulder or they're caught behind the section and not making the open face. Like to be perfect is so much harder than to be anything other than perfect. Right, you know? right, and, right. and that's what you do on this wave is like, it's such a cool little shot that I got when I was filming myself with the solo shot cam. And like, you just kind of like go by it and we see your takeoff and this perfectly by. little position. Yeah. Happened to go by, but your little hip jive, keep yourself like weight, placement perfect over the board a little cross step oh you want to cross step (laughs) (laughs) i'm learning but um yeah and i also i mean that was pretty pretty cold temperatures and that was the day that i thought that my 5.4 was in my trunk because it was inside out and it looks exactly like my (laughs) 3.2 oh no awful so i was surfing in a 3.2 hoodless when you should have been in a 5.4 yeah, yeah. 
with an obvious hood, right. no five four. And it was like the windiest day. That's that right. That was like that was what really got you actually. Winds. Yeah, because mm -hmm. the the water may you could manage the water in three two right. and get a little session on a longboard. I'm not going under that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the wind was brutal. In fact, I remember I totally remember that session and being like, Aaron, you're an animal. <laughs> like I wouldn't even paddle out if I made that mistake. Yeah. And you were out there, and you surfed for kind of a while. I, as soon as you told me, like you paddled out, you're like, "Oh, I'm in my three two. I thought it was my five four. <laughs> I was like watching you from then on. I was like, "Now you're my guinea pig. How long does somebody last in a three two when they should be in a five four? <laughs> it was. It honestly ended up being more fun than I expected. So I just stayed as long as I could. Were you freezing when you got out? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Did you drive home in your wetsuit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, at least you did that. The worst thing would have been to try to and take change. take it off. No, no, no. Undoable. No. All right, yeah. So, well, let's go back to the beginning. So the transition into surfing was that, yeah. like, seven years ago, learning how to surf. And where was it really, like, mostly? It was ditch. It was in yeah, ditch was, in Montauk. it was Montauk, yeah. Mm -hmm. I learned. I remember um, learning and... I mean, obviously, John did not want to teach me. He knows the rules. Like, that doesn't fly. Like, your boyfriend does not teach you how to surf, so. It just doesn't work. Right. <laughs> you know, you just fight. Everybody knows that. So, um, it was basically just like, here's a soft top. Cut up your thighs a little bit for the <laughs> summer and <laughs> see, you know, see how you do. Check in with me in a couple months. Right. <laughs> But you can come with me to all these spots that you're not prepared for, and I'm gonna throw <laughs> you in the lion's den. <laughs> um, and yeah, I basically just had all of you guys kind of teaching me. Like every once in a while, so you know, Corey would pop yeah. over and be like, "Oh, you should do this," or mm -hmm. Gavin would be like, "You know, give mm -hmm. me some advice." But I remember the first wave that I ever caught by myself. Nobody was around. I was at ditch. Everyone was in the water, but it was crowded. Mm -hmm. And it was the first one ever. <laughs> and the, I, as I paddled back out, the only person that I even knew at all in the slightest was Tin. And I was like, <laughs> I just got my own name. And he was just like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tin. <laughs> I mean, he was like, he probably didn't even fucking know who I was. I don't know. <laughs> That's so but funny. I will never forget that. Oh, how opposite of my story. I just recently told it on one of my uh, on one of my episodes with Ev where we were talking about like, shit, I don't remember which one it was, but it was like one of my first waves that I caught by myself and I was so pumped and I looked on the beach and my dad saw it. I was like, oh my wow. God, it was like the best day of my life. I should have quit surfing. <laughs> that, was it. It. that was it. That was the apex. Mic drop. Um, so what I wanted to ask you was, um, like, one of the reasons why a lot of girls want to hear from other girl surfers is mm -hmm. because it's kind of scary or intimidating to start surfing. I think, I, honestly, ladies, I think it's intimidating for anybody, you know? But I, I get right. it, more so for you, because it seems like a male-dominated sport. It's, you know, it's... Yeah. It shouldn't be. I think it's such an elegant sport that women are so suited to be like the superior athletes in it. But nonetheless, um, that's like a common like worry for women who are learning how to surf and, and getting started. So like, did you feel like that? Or I feel like mm. you kind of were insulated by a lot of guys that were encouraging you to surf. But, yeah. I mean, what do I know? 
also learning in Montauk was different because there are so many girl surfers out here. You mm-hmm. know, even then, there were a lot more than where like Gilgo, where I grew up. Mm-hmm. But for me, I it's you know, of course, there's intimidation, um, but Ditch is not <laughs> not really one yeah. of those places. The times I felt most intimidated was when I when we went to demo, you know, when I'm literally the only girl out mm-hmm. in the middle of winter and it there's all of these an, guys frothing. Yeah, oh yeah. Or when we went to Long Beach or, you know, anytime I left it, I felt a little more intimidated. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. But um definitely till this day I prefer surfing with girls than just guys. Even though in general, I really enjoy hanging out with guys, maybe more than girls. But um, I think the intimidation is definitely there. Guys have a, a different mindset when it comes to surfing. I think girls are kind of just really supportive of each other and just want to have fun. Like, every time I go out with a girl, it ends up just being so much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to let you down. <laughs> no, it, it, not really, not really. No, no, I get, I get you what you're saying. Yeah, I totally do. Of course, I I've had that. fun surfing with you and with guys that I'm friends with. But in general, I think, even if I'm surfing with a stranger that I don't know who is female as opposed to a male, mm-hmm. it's just a totally different vibe. Yeah, you can totally see that. I mean, like I have friends like that we just roll up or like having a good time in the car, you know, like all excited to surf and then you get out in the water and like something changes. Like Mm. you go off on your own world, you go off into your own like mission to get Mm. waves and like surf as much as you can. And like all of a sudden that vibe you had going in the car, it becomes a little more competitive. Right. Not necessarily against one another, but I just get it. I see that, you know, and I see how girls can be a little bit more. I think as if I'm paddling out as a girl at all, I think a guy sees me and immediately assumes that I'm not as good as him, Hmm. which a lot of times I'm not, but sometimes I'm better. Hmm. You know what I mean? But just because I'm a girl, they, they're just like, I can drop in on her if I want to. You know what I mean? And do you find that actually often? Like people drop in on you just because they feel like they can take advantage? Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. Really? How do you Mm -hmm. handle it? I don't care. I didn't even know this. I don't really care that much. Yeah. I don't don't usually care either when people burn me, but... No, um, it's usually it's like you one tell of one of the boys you got all the heavies on your side. No, I don't. It's not even <laughs> like for me. Whatever, like yeah, we're. All, I I don't know. It doesn't really bother me, Un- unless it's one of those things that they we have been in the water for a while and they do know that I can surf. Yeah, and you're gonna make the drop and you're gonna make exactly. the section and then, they still go. I mean, honestly, it probably should bother me more than it really does, but I'm not really that aggressive of a person in general so. yeah i mean it doesn't have to be aggressive but like uh, i don't want to actually ruin your mentality right now because you have a really good attitude about it but it's kind of like a sign of respect you right, know of and like somebody should have the, like the decent like the basic level of respect that if they see someone going on a wave especially really regardless of this but especially if they know they can make it come on mm-hmm. back off you yeah. know, like be a good enough surfer that you think you are and get a different wave. Right. You know, so that's that's surprising to me. 
But I guess people do it to me too sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. The way I take it is like more of a challenge. Like how can I surf this wave with someone on it, you right. know? And it just makes me go more vertical, more critical because if they're out in the pocket, then I have to go up vert to the lip. And like mm-hmm. sometimes it makes you surprise yourself. You're like, oh, I wouldn't have done that hit exactly. unless somebody was in my way. Yeah. So well, there's, there's like... a challenge. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, way, a good way to look at things, but... And then, uh, yeah, what else? So, you know what I always like asking people is, mm-hmm. um, is like, basically, what scares you in surfing? Hmm. And you can think about that for a second, because I've been so pleasantly surprised with the answers people have, you know, like, all across the board. When I thought, and I, when I originally wrote this question down, like, a year ago, you know, as, like, part of my questions that I would ask people, I was like, nah, it's a stupid one. I almost crossed it out. But I kept it because, like, everyone has the craziest answers. It like, scares me. Like, surfing. the old guys are afraid to never surf again. <laughs> you uh-huh, know? Yeah, very different. Yeah, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like, I was like, oh, sharks and big waves and drowning. No, but I'm not it... afraid of sharks. I think if I encountered a shark, it would lick me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are very good with animals. I think, honestly, I maybe this isn't hard to think right now off the top of my head but like Mm. most probably mostly my biggest fear is just eating shit and going over the falls on a big wave because I am not really afraid I like to push myself like I think you know that like since I've ever started surfing like I I like to charge Mm mm-hmm Definitely. As opposed to a lot of girls that, you know, I know would rather just surf a small wave and be good at it, which is totally just different style. But um, I like to push my limits and like I feel like every time I do, I get excited because the next time is just easier. Like, I don't know. It's just something that's like fun for me. So basically just the consequences so of being that kind of person. I think honestly for me the biggest thing in my head is when I am charging, you know, quote unquote for myself, um I have definitely like this winter I I knocked my fins out of the my board like three times just on my own my leg. I still have this scar right here, you know. It's from my fin. Like oh, I have shit. so many fin scars from Why do doing you always that. Hit your fins? I have no idea. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's probably my biggest fear is just like, I push it. Maybe it's just a late drop and I'm not, af- I'm not afraid enough to not go. Mm-hmm. And so I'll push it and then I suffer the consequence. But it's never that bad. So it's I just never keep that going. Bad. Well, that's an awesome discovery because in most cases, you know, like our, our, like, our fear and safety mechanisms are actually so strong that I, I personally think they keep us from doing things that we're totally capable of doing, mm-hmm. you know? So when we're doing something that we think we're not really ready for, we're probably still well within our range, right? you know? So it's just good to hear like that you discovered that like level and well, like just pushing mm-hmm. yourself enough to like, you know, also wipe out, you know, I feel like right. I had that more when I was a kid. You know, now I'm much more conservative and I like only surf waves that I know I won't fall. Yeah. <laughs> not I mean, all, of it, obviously not a hundred percent, but like when I was a kid, it was like fucking go for broke, you know? But that's also part of like coot courage, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're you not don't a really know, but it's just the inexperience as a younger kid or somebody starting, you don't really know the consequence. 
until you've experienced it. And mm. then now that you've experienced enough consequences and you've gotten better and learned, like, your threshold is just a little bit different. You've fine, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I know fine-tuned <laughs> what you... I know exactly how much pain I'm willing to take. Right. Uh, and it still doesn't matter. You can be as calculated as you want. <laughs> yeah, you can't really. <laughs> That's so funny. So, um, all right. Well, I want to talk more about, like, learning to surf. Or, like, kooky story or, or, like, some embarrassing thing that you did when you were... Um, I think probably the most embarrassing thing I've... The first thing that comes to mind would be just... I was at demo one time, and it was when I was... Um, I was riding that Anderson, that orange board. Oh, yeah. The single thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like shorter than I'm used to, than I was used to back then. Mm-hmm. And we were at demo, and I was actually going in to the left of the jetty, which I'd never did. Mm. So, get that right. yeah. yeah. So I remember just getting pounded on the beach, like right, like just <laughs> trying, like three times. If anybody had this, it'd be the first thing to go on Kook of the Day. Like, <laughs> I mean, we're Kook slams, you know? Yeah. It was just like me being the biggest fucking coup trying to get out there. And then eventually I, I just timed it better and, you know, made it out. But yeah. I will never forget how like kooky I really looked just getting. It was like one of those things where you're just like standing on the beach and I'm trying to like, I don't even know. I just kept, kept getting like, oh, you know, a demo wave just like yeah, full on beach blowing break, like me to shreds. Shore pounder. Boom. <laughs> And like trying again <laughs> and it happening again. So that for me was definitely the most. And I'm sure maybe nobody has it documented, which I hope, but I think. <laughs> Have you ever had like actual legitimate scary sessions or like a scary situation <laughs> where you were legit afraid for your life? Or... Many, yeah. Really? Yeah, a few. One of them, the first one ever was when um, John took me to Alamo. It was oh my, my first time ever going there, and I had only been surfing for like a year and a half. And I remember, I he he thought that I was going out um, at Turtles, but I didn't realize he thought that. And I followed him out at Alamo, and so he kind of was just like, okay, whatever. But we weren't even he. I I thought he knew that I was behind him and going mm-hmm. in, you know, out there. Um, he didn't apparently the entire session had no idea I was out there oh my gosh and it was big especially for me you know it was like I don't even know at this point I mean that spot's not even just about the size of the wave it's like the water moving the Mm -hmm, tide like that's a tricky spot and I was out on the the orange board too which I had just been still getting Wow, yeah, I didn't realize you got that board so early. But anyway, that's a side thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, maybe I was like two years into surfing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I remember being out there and I couldn't catch a wave. There was no, I was so afraid. But I'm like, I have to, you know, if I want to get out, I have to catch a wave. So, I remember Danny DeMauro being out there and seeing me and being like, you shouldn't be out here right now. And I was like, I know that. Like, I was already mad. Hey, fuck I was you, pal. mad that I was out there. I was yeah. just like, how can this happen? Um, 
I ended up actually just taking, you know, I paddled for a wave and I was like praying to God. I'm like, I have to catch this and I have to ride it all the way in. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'm fucked. Sorry if I can't curse on this. No, you definitely Um, can. And I did. I caught it and I rode it and it was a left. And, you know, I'm regular. So I'm like backside, like, please. Nothing's right. (laughs) And then then it just, you know it collapsed on me i remember hitting my like shoulder on the rocks like on the bottom in the water no way but it wasn't that bad but like scared the crap out of me yeah and i ended up just paddling it like getting in basically it was fine close enough but i was so terrified that yeah that was just like not fun for me at all but i got a wave so whatever and that's one of those sessions that's like you know what you're scared, but maybe I can you do. You didn't it. die, you know. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, 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 totally. And that's the thing that from the very beginning, I learned, and I think that's what made me want to like charge a little harder. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just like one of the. It, it all of a sudden, like next time I'm out, I'm like, this is a breeze. Like this is nothing. Yeah, like you already that. proved to yourself that you can handle more than you thought. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, yeah, it definitely like brings the threshold exactly down or up. Um, and then I would say, actually, uh, this winter (laughs) was pretty scary for me because I had a couple of sessions at Domes and Marie's. It was after you and Zoo's left. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, it was, it was overhead for sure. (laughs) And I was, I've been right. Oh yeah. I've been riding the Hypto Crypto. You have? Yeah. Good for you. you. Right after you left, I started riding no it. No yeah. way. That's epic. I love it. It's a great board. Yeah. It really is. I meant to tell you that. I knew you were going to be proud. That's so awesome. That was a big step down to the 6'8 or right. whatever you had. The foot. Now this is another foot, 5'8. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Hell yeah, Aaron. I'm so stoked. I can't believe you didn't tell me that. I know. I was waiting for the cuckoo. <laughs> Good, some like, some like genuine original content. <laughs> no, this is all genuine. But um, yeah, so that was like for me pretty scary, just because it's a you know I don't shortboard, and now you do now. Yeah, well, so I would um, I was really starting on it on really small days, like mm-hmm. days where you could barely longboard. No joke, I was just practicing. Yeah. paddling pat you know you just have to get used to being on the you board you know what i say that's exactly that's so good for you so i was going out on really small days just figuring out like how the hell i duck dive this thing like what a, you know everything just that's what i was going to ask you about feeling duck diving. feeling good on it mm-hmm. and then um started going on a little bit bigger days and then i remember then this swell came and I felt like I was comfortable duck diving. I felt like I could do, you know, all these things. And I had sp- spent a couple good sessions at domes where I paddled out at the point. So you don't really have that like big paddle out with a lot of duck diving. Mm-hmm. You kind of just drift. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I still like really held my own on it. I was, I was pretty proud and confident. So then this swell came and I, um, I went out at Maria's thinking like, 
Maria's compared to domes for me is a you know a breeze. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times it's not you know it's just a different wave. It's not technically easier. Um, and yeah, yeah. And the paddle outs far and mm-hmm. whatever. So I ended up going out and being fine. But a couple of times I really got like I'm t- like I got my shit handed to me. <laughs> Once I like caught a wave, rode it. And then was stuck on the inside. Like, forget the paddle out. I would paddle out fine and be so confident that I would lose my, like, I would just be like, okay, I'm good. Like, this is going to be an easy session. And then I catch a wave and then all of a sudden a set comes. And that, for me, the hardest part about learning to shortboard was knowing where to sit. Because now I'm trying to figure out, I want to be on the inside. Mm -hmm but I also don't want to get rocked by a set. Right. And um, that would happen. And my duck dive was good enough in medium-sized waves, and then all of a sudden this big monster wave would come, and I actually can duck dive as well as I thought I could, you know? (laughs) Like, I don't know how to get all the way under it. I don't know if it's my body weight. Like, it's just, it's no, technique. No. I know it is, but yeah, it's yeah. just, like, I don't have enough practice. But you, well, yeah. I mean, that's ultimately what it comes down to. But, I mean, you do get rocked duck diving. Yeah. It doesn't mean, like, people don't not so, get rocked. You know, for me, also, a lot of, you know, a lot that's been going on in Rincon is that just a month before this, that guy had gotten hit by someone's board and died Wow! Yeah, and so right. you know locals friends of mine everyone is kind of cracking down in the water like you don't let go of your board <laughs> right you hold on to your shit fucking golden rule which is like totally the rule and it goes but sometimes <laughs> I want to look around and I want to just hold <laughs> the very end of my like the leash yeah, right yeah, where yeah. it's you know the end of my board mm-hmm. But Blaine would get so mad at me when I did that. <laughs> so I, you know, anytime he saw me do that, he would just shake his head at me in the water. And I was like, oh, my God, okay, I can't do that again. <laughs> but, like, for me, sometimes I just feel like it's safer, safer to, like, keep my board close to me than to try and duck dive that I know I'm not going to make if it and then get, yeah. get thrown around and there's still someone behind me. So it's like, it's I a see hard... the logic there. Yeah, I totally do. You know, like, at least you're still controlling your board. There, were a, there was one wave where um, I remember it was a set and I, I was too far in and I knew I was like... and. Blaine was pretty close to me, but he was making it. And he's looking at me, and I have, like, the fear of death in my eyes. I'm like, <laughs> I know. I, like, I'm about to get worked. And I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm, like, yelling to him. Like, I'm so afraid. And I try to duck dive. Of course, don't make it. I make it halfway through, and I get up and then it takes me backwards what? over the lip and I just get like because I because I know he's gonna get mad if I let go so I'm just like you're such a tough chick so <laughs> I got worked and like oh I don't God. usually get that scared with that stuff but this time I was just in white water to the point where I thought I was gonna drown for sure I thought it might be like <laughs> I might die whoa I was just in this white water, and of course, that's all in your head. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not, 
and this isn't like really a life or death situation, but in my head, I really just like, I started to swallow water, which I never actually swallow water. I usually will get worked and like I'm tired and I'm out of breath, but like I don't actually ever let water in my mouth, you know? So that was kind of like scary for me. I'm like, am I going to start? I was coughing, like, you know? Holy shit. I was so afraid. And then it just, it happened again. Right after that, it happened again. Next wave. Mm-hmm. didn't even drag you in far enough like sometimes the advantage like, of getting worked that hard is that at least you get pulled in like yeah, far no. so the next it wave isn't that bad a few bad. times that in session that oh, session oh. was was one of the hardest sessions of my life for sure but it it made me so much like Hell yeah. more mentally strong right right that's so sick you just said that actually yeah. cuz last last week from this episode we talked about mentality. We talked about paddling out and dealing with the inside and the impact zone and like how the majority of it is your mentality. Oh. And and even and when you do the skills right and when you and your strategies, that empowers your mentality. Oh, exactly. And it's like it's like this ongoing like process where your skills don't even get as good as your mentality gets good, like at the same rate, you know? But if your mentality is growing and developing, then you're really getting better. Because like we were just saying, like you can actually do and handle so much more than your brain gives you credit for. Absolutely. You know? So that's like, it's just a great way to prove it to yourself. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't discover that because they never put themselves in that situation. Right. And they don't have the standards of other surfers that they care about holding them to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the fact that as Blaine much is... as you hate like being in that spot and like seeing Blaine and being like, fuck, I don't want to, I just want to <laughs> let go of my board and get through this wave easily. It held you to a higher standard mm-hmm. and showed you something. I know. You know it cost you a price, but <laughs> what doesn't? But yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to get, get rocked. Hell it's really yeah. good for you. Gotta get Anybody rocked. that stays, plays it safe is you're not getting better. Yeah. You're really not. Not that, you know, you have to be smart about it. There is, like, a healthy level of fear to have, of course. And Mm -hmm. you have to be conscious of everything you're doing, etiquette-wise and safety. But um, I think that pushing yourself is, like, for me, the best thing Mm -hmm. about surfing. It gets me... And it's, like, endless, too. You can just keep pushing, you know? Like, there's yeah. always a next level. And you oh, can take, exactly. like, small little baby steps, you know? I remember, actually, this is a little bit not the same level. Like, we're just talking about thresholds here and, like, yeah, but just levels. But I remember when I was working down in PR a few years ago at a restaurant. And, like, a couple of the girls that I worked with, they, they didn't surf. But they were, you know, their boyfriends did, whatever. And... Like you know, maybe they would go out on small days on a longboard and stuff. They're like, "Are you good at surfing?" And I'm like, "I mean, no. You know, <laughs> like if you really want to be honest, no. But like, I can surf." And they're like, "Yeah, but can you like, you you like, what did she say? It was it was some funny question to me because it was like, but like you can go out there and like have fun. You're not going out and like yeah, it's learning. not constant fear. Whatever it was, her question. I can't obviously word it correctly, but. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, there's no point in surfing where all of a sudden you feel like, okay, now I surf. Now I did it. And now, like, I can call myself a surfer. I actually, you know? I love that, actually, because the whole journey is surfing. 
I mean, like, think you're about surfing all <laughs> that time. Even when you like before you actually started riding a board. Right. I really would say I'd qualify that as the beginning of you learning how to surf. You know, it's like I don't know any anything boogie boarding or whatever it is. Totally, you know, absolutely, and like anything really um, um, established with like a method for education and how you do it has like kind of a classroom aspect to it before you actually practice the thing. You know, not everything, but like, damn, I'm trying to think of an example and I can't think of one, but like, you learn something first before you actually go and do it. You know, and and so you just elongated and, and like maximized that time, which is probably why when you actually got your board, it's like Karate Kid. You know, what <laughs> I mean? he actually didn't get to. I found my perfect <laughs> analogy. <laughs> it's like Karate Kid. Yeah. He didn't get to just go fight the kid he wanted to beat up or like go in a karate match. Mm-hmm. He like waxed the cars and sanded the deck, and like right. all the while it was teaching him something really important so that when he finally did get his chance on the mat and get to put his little belt on yeah you know he already had like this foundation of understanding of certain skills and movements and and that's what you got you know mm-hmm. so like I, that's why i just love what you said because you never arrive at being a surfer you just decide you want to be one and you start and you're yeah. you're a surfer as long as you pursue it but like there's always room above you to get oh better God. and there's, there's always journey behind you exactly. that which you've tracked you know you never feel like accomplished right every even of course there's things that you do you're like yes okay yeah, yeah, i get yeah. it now totally. or but you're never like okay i'm i'm good now i don't i don't it. have any i don't have anything else to learn yeah, like there's yeah, yeah. no you way. never are and that that's it's the same thing like your, your your birthdays you know do you feel any different at your 30th birthday than your 29th right last right. day you you're know still just it's, living. It's just, there's no exactly yeah, you're just going forward on a journey yeah that's such a good point and i always do like coming back to that concept because mm-hmm. it's just so true and it's why you can keep surfing and it's why and it's also why you have to balance this like um, um, what is it called? It's why you have to balance like your unhappiness with your satisfaction. You're you know like, what I mean? ins- it's so insatiable. Yeah. Like, that's what's... like, and, and both are part of surfing. Like you need to not be satisfied. So, and keep you need going the craving. back. Yeah, yeah exactly. the crave, you know? But you also, you do have to enjoy it. You can't leave every session like, oh, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Because mm-hmm. then, well, then surfing's not enjoyable at all. But yeah, right. it's that fine balance that makes people surfers for life, you know, because they just, you just, there's always the next thing always and they're always doing better. it better. And the wave and everything's changing around you too, of course. So even if you personally start doing things really well, you know, right. the wave can be different and you're just not good on that wave or right, whatever, right. so on and so forth, a million variables. Yeah. Uh, cool thing we do. You're one of the few people that I've watched from beginning to now, you know, that's, like learn how to surf. Yeah, yeah. And that's not something that you get to see in a lot of people. And it's it's fun for me, especially as an educator, you know, like I actually watch people learn to surf with kind of a, like a, a curiosity, you know, and a, uh, like I, I really want to observe the learning process again because now for me it's been a long time yeah and not to mention that I was pretty young when it happened mm-hmm. so I couldn't like absorb you know that whole reflect on it the yeah, same way. yeah mm-hmm. I was like just trying to get through it all mm-hmm. and then maybe towards the end of feeling like I was getting somewhere as a surfer and finally feeling better about myself <laughs> as a surfer you know then I could start self-reflecting but the first couple of years was just like 
God damn, how do oh I do this thing? Oh my God, I you know. know? I, so I mean, there's like, thinking back, I can't remember any specific stories, but like, I remember crying in the water. Mm. Straight up. <laughs> like, I actually do too. It's like, it's embarrassing, <laughs> but I remember being so frustrated that I was just crying trying to paddle out. Yeah. I, and that's so funny. I As totally a, get that. I was like, yo, I was grown up. <laughs> you were a kid. I don't, I, I'm trying to think about the last time I cried in the water, and I don't want to remember, to be honest. Because it could have very well been a time when I was more but of like a teenager, not a kid. It's funny when you see, or when I see people surf, when I was learning, you think everyone's just got it locked down. You think that it's not a struggle. They just make it look easy. Mm. But you know even now as i'm learning to duck dive or you know things that i'm now learning how to do again or you know i feel like i'm learning a new sport shortboarding like it, there's just yeah, so yeah. it's such a different totally so you know blaine will be like it's not easy every time for me you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's i get work too such a good just statement. like you said like yeah. i look at him or you or anyone and I I'm like how do they do it so easily and I'll just make I'll justify it I'll make excuses like their their muscles are bigger they're you know whatever it is they're weighing down the board more <laughs> but it's it's just same thing as surfing in general it's just technique it's it's muscle memory it's just all these it's mindset it's and just knowing that you can do it it's yeah. just you gotta but, just practice but you said a really important thing before and it's knowing that it's not so easy exactly all the time, you know like it looks like it right you know and you can come out with like a, a, a nice like clean face like oh yeah yeah that was easy but really underwater you just got rocked yeah you know and and that's, that's what you don't realize sometimes right. when you watch somebody else do it. Right. And that's what can make a beginner feel really, like, discouraged. Like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Like, it's so easy for them. I'm so far away from that. But really, you're just a straight face away from having a clean, easy duck dive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't matter what happens underwater. You just pop out the back, like, boop. Because there's good. water in front of you. Nobody can see all that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. The, until it's over. How is your duck dive, though? Like, specifically about um, the duck dive. That's so, an... well, I mean, like I said, it's not, it's not perfected for sure. I I can do it in... I feel like it took me 15 years to get a duck, a good duck dive down. Well, so... That's not an easy skill. It's, it's, <laughs> it's funny because I remember when I was first doing it and I had zero direction I had no clue I felt like I was going out there as a complete beginner surfer like I felt like the biggest kook and also I'm around people that know I can surf so I was afraid to look dumb mm. you know it's not you like didn't just want to going go backwards out. right and I hate being bad at things that's mm. like my my fault is I just I've I like I kind of I hate to say it, but like, I feel like my whole life I've kind of been good at things right away or like, at least in the beginning, like, I don't know, like I'll go bowling and I'll just like throw the ball and I'll just roll a strike. Something like stupid, but I just feel like it's really hard. I'm very hard on myself in surfing and Blink gets mad at me all the time for it too. Cause I'll be like, he'll be like good wave. And I'm like, nah, like that sucked. (laughs) He's like, why don't you just say it's a good wave? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's fine. But so I hate when I don't 
when I, the fact that I couldn't duck dive right away, I'm like, it's killing me. And I was also trying uh, that six, eight, you remember that board? Like mm-hmm. you can't duck dive that thing. Mm-hmm. When I first, you know, stepped down and, um, I remember Alex Fowis had like some better advice. Cause like Blaine and I were kind of just like, I was getting really frustrated with all of his advice just because it's like we said earlier, exactly, you, you your know, boyfriend can't, can't teach you, can't teach you. But then Alex was just like, he's very technical and like super patient, mm. Alex. So he was just like, oh, you have to, and, and told me, um, keep your, keep your foot on the stomp pad, keep, you know, whatever he said, I, I wish I knew. Yeah, I wish um, you remembered it because right, of course, you might be able this to duck dive better. <laughs> well, it, it was also one of those things that was just like, even though I, I was still riding that six eight, I wasn't duck diving that thing. Oh, oh, wow, yeah, that's a big board for <laughs> yeah. you, little old you. Yeah. So, um, but I just wanted to know, like, what the hell am I supposed to? What is the technique? Like, what is the secret? Mm. Um, and then once I started riding the the hypto crypto, I was like. Oh, this is more of a natural. The problem was when I started riding it, it was in such small surf that mm. you don't have the momentum. You don't have like, there was no depth in even practicing. Like I was just so unaware of like what I was supposed to do with my foot or my knee. Like some people are telling me to put my knee on the board. Some people are telling me to keep my toes on the board. Um, and then once the waves started coming, I found that shortboarding was a lot easier, Mm. even catching the wave, everything about it. And it kind of came very naturally. Like I realized immediately, like I was standing up on the waves, I was riding them. I was, you know, pumping down the line, like having a blast. And I knew that this would happen because I used to dream about shortboarding. Like I used to, I knew that it's kind of the style that I wanted to go for mm-hmm. when I first learned how to surf. Like you kind of have to choose, like there's so many types of boards. There's so many styles. Like what do you want to get good at? Mm. Cause you have to focus on something. And yeah, I, yeah, I was totally. like, I do really want a longboard. I want to be able to cross step. I want to walk to the nose, but I really like the idea of pumping down the line. Like I would do it on my Ada, my TC. That was my that's my favorite thing to do on that board mm-hmm. is just like go fast. And that makes me feel like I just wanted to shortboard and I would dream about it too. So like, I feel like once I kind of, it clicked for me, it was like, I was every day, just like I was doing it as if I had done it before. Mm. And the duck diving definitely is like the hindrance. It's just just where I'm sitting, mm-hmm. you know. I I try to be smart, but I think it was actually pretty easy for me to like make the transition, even a foot smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like I mean, you were you were you're pretty like in touch with your boards and stuff. It wasn't like you were just barely doing it, you know. So. Mm-hmm you were ready to drop down to a shortboard, but duck diving is like a different thing because, okay, so one, there's the concept of it, you know, like getting the board underwater, but then there's an actual, like, uh, like the nuances, I guess I would call it like mm-hmm. getting the board underwater is one thing and that's its own challenge. Mm-hmm. But then what you do with it underwater, that's a totally separate fact that Which, I feel like people don't talk for about. For me, the, my biggest thing, even though Blaine like would tell me how to do it, 
wasn't like I would think I knew and then what would happen was I would go under and I wouldn't actually keep my foot on it you know like I would put it put my foot on my board and push my hands down but I was kind of trying to like push the front down and let it like and then just dive with it or something yeah somehow I thought I was keeping my foot on it but I wasn't actually Mm -hmm. and my my feet would come off and then I would get lost in the probably like if you were looking from the beach you probably were like sinking your head and your nose like so the nose of your surfboard and your head and your upper body Mm -hmm. underwater but then your tail and your feet were probably still above water like it was on it first and then once you go under it would just lose it and then then i would lose everything yeah and you need to keep your foot or knee whatever you can do either exactly but whatever it is you need to use that pressure on the back follow through with it because right. once you sink the nose and get your upper body underwater you want to follow through with your lower right. body and you back half of your board and then that's what gives you the power now you're underwater kind of level right and then you can exactly. start almost angling your Lynn nose always up said you, you you think that you're supposed to be like doing this dive where like you put the nose down and then your tail goes down he's like you want to keep it level you want to you want your board to actually be flat under the wave and then it's going to push itself back up yeah yeah and i so the way i kind of try to follow like a semicircle pattern so mm-hmm. like imagine like a line being drawn from where you duck dive down in a semicircular hemispherical kind of a pattern towards the back end of the wave right and i try to follow that line like so my nose goes down but as my tail's coming down my nose starts going up so i take yes. advantage of That's the points where of the board. it exactly like when you keep it balanced when you keep your feet on the back that's what gives the front the right. forward, the upward push. Right, right. And if then the buoyancy the takes back, over. That's why I was getting sucked backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, because if you're pointing nose down, right. right, right. And then you'll get dragged, you're sucked back. I mean, it depends upon what point in the the, the wave is in, you know, if right. it's like breaking or just oh starting God. to break or crumble, whatever. So all different things will happen to you. But one way or the other, if your tail's up. Exactly. <laughs> so... That was frustrating, but I have a question. Do you keep your eyes open when you duck dive? Uh, it depends on the water, yeah. Because a lot of people say that they do, and yeah. I can't because I wear contacts, uh, and I just feel like I don't, I'm not don't comfortable opening my eyes. Yeah, you don't have to keep your eyes open, but it definitely is But some is people say it helps, yeah. Oh, it because definitely it, helps. You but you can't do it, like here in New York, the, you can't, yeah, you yeah, here you right. can't really, rarely do I open my eyes like when I'm up here in the Northeast Mm -hmm. but in Puerto Rico I always open my eyes Mm -hmm. any good clean water always open my eyes because you can even navigate underwater and like you can kind of just dodge a little pillar of white water you know and right yeah opening your eyes I actually discovered that in Puerto Rico like I opened my eyes just randomly one time duck diving and it was like whoa look at the anatomy of a wave from this angle you know Uh and like you can totally see new things and, and if at the very least, even if you can't control something, at least you can see why it happened to you. Like sometimes you get through a wave that you think you're going to get crushed and you get right through. Mm-hmm. And other times you think like, oh, no problem, easy duck dive, and you get worked. Mm-hmm. So when you have your eyes open, you can kind of like see what's going on and why that happened. Right. Or And at the very least, like you can, you can see the bad part coming and just like, ah, brace. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Huh. Open eyes. That's a good question, actually, because I remember when I discovered that and I told everyone like it was the biggest discovery ever. Really? You should open your eyes. You can <laughs> see. Like, yeah, you you can see when you open your eyes. 
All right, cool. Let's wrap it up then. So, thanks for tuning in, you guys. This is um, this is a fun one with my friend Aaron. <laughs> um, so if you're not subscribed to the Coopcast, you're kooking it. <laughs> That's my stupid ending that I say nowadays. I ruined it. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's pretty funny, I think. Um, Get on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and all those fucking apps that have our podcast on them and subscribe. And I'm happy to say finally, once and for all officially, the website is online. Go check it out because we built it ourselves and we're pretty proud of it. It's thesurfcontinuum.com. So uh, all you people have been trying to check it out and it's been dead in the water, try again. It's on there now. Um, you know, leave your ratings, reviews, but only if they're five stars. Just kidding. I actually got my first one-star review the other day, and I was pumped. I got all excited. I was like, oh, I got a hater. <laughs> I think it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Aaron has a theory that somebody was just scrolling down my page and accidentally clicked one star, but I think it's a hater, because a hater makes me a little more successful than a accidental one star <laughs> no but you know what to do get on those apps and subscribe rate review yeah <laughs>